0: Hey, what's good? What is good, everybody? Welcome. This is another episode of your favorite packaging podcast. Unless, of course, you like sustainable packaging with Corey Connors or Package Design Unboxed with Avelio Matos. You can like them as well. They're great. Everyone go follow those guys. They're my favorite. Uh, hey, my name is Adam Peak. I'm the host here. I go by The Packaging Pastor. You can find me on TikTok at Packaging Pastor, also on LinkedIn at Adam Peek, P-E-E-K. Today, I'm joined by John Moran. He is the CEO and founder of Source Hub, and we get into all things relating to how they help companies uh, be empowered through the triple bottom line of people, planet, and profit. You do not want to miss it. Speaking of not missing it, I want to give a shout out to a sponsor that we have not shouted out before. Uh, They are new and it is Built Bar. Built Bar is a company right here in my home state of Utah. They have just some incredible products filled with things that are good for you that taste great. They have a brand new product out. Is their Built Puffs and it's their cookie dough chunk It is delicious. All of their products are amazing. Go check them out at Built.com. That's Built.com, and you can order there online. All right, let's get right into our episode here with John Moran. Well, it is a Friday afternoon when we are recording this, and if you're able to watch this podcast live, you'll see I am in my normal spot here in my... Podcast closet uh, that is continuing to be reformed, and I'm joined by John Moran, and he is lounging on Friday afternoon. And I love it. I love just the laid back, like let's just let's just record a podcast. So
1: let's just roll with this, man. It's going to be the best.
0: Uh, you are you've come you've come correct. This is how we want this to happen. Is, is a conversation. Uh, John is the CEO and founder at Source Hub. And we are going to be talking about uh, getting into the triple bottom line when it comes to sustainability and packaging, which is people, planet, and profit. And we've got a really fun way that John is going to kind of tell this story and and share his thoughts on it. Uh, And so that's what we're going to be digging into. Uh, John and I met on LinkedIn, uh, just like so many people uh, I've been able to meet on LinkedIn it's been really great to be able to pull those relationships though into virtual potentially even in real life uh, as as kind of restrictions have come down so uh it's it's fantastic john went on he filled out a application we had already spoken before but he filled an application which you can it it must um, have been a
1: slow it must have been a slow week
0: (laughs) yeah well i appreciated it man um no
1: absolutely this is great
0: so, hey, if anybody is listening to this and you want to uh, you want to apply or you want to nominate yourself, you can do that at incasemedia.com, which is E-N-C-A-S-E-Media.com. There you'll find applications for this podcast, the People of Packaging, along with my friends Avelio Matos. He has Package Design Unboxed and Corey Connors, who has the Sustainable Packaging Podcast with Corey Connors. You can apply to all three although um, oh, are three separate applications, but so go ahead, knock it out, get on every podcast, complete the, complete the trifecta. It's going to be great. Uh, John, thanks so much for for joining us here and for talking about sustainable packaging. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, thanks for the intro and uh, just some backdrop on source of, uh, you know, our vision is to create a sustainable future um, by empowering companies to balance their triple bottom line. Right. And, Um, We do that through technology, right? We're a system that connects data workflows and collaboration tools. And we do it with the purpose of helping make an effective, sustainable packaging transition. And by that, I mean, as you know, there's a ton of different variables that go into it and it's nearly impossible to think of a system that big without the help of technology. Right. So we're bringing a lot more, um, order to that chaotic data
0: and and whatnot. Interesting. So the, who, who do you primarily work with then? Because that, that seems like a lot of incredibly beneficial technology words, but I'm like, well, who are you working with package? Like I work, I'm, I'm VP of sales at Myers, right? Like we make packaging. So do you work with people like us? Do you work with people that buy packaging, we, all of it. People who buy
1: packaging. I mean, primarily right now, we're looking at the you know, mid-sized market. Um, B Corps are a great company to work with. Uh, anything with a high rate of change on SKUs, so health, beauty, uh, mostly CPGs, food and beverage, um, some lawn
0: care. So, Okay, uh, food and beverage and some lawn care. It's like, oh, okay, that took care. Yeah. What's the... What's the... the song we're, we're, like? <laughs> We growing the, the same and one of them is different
1: <laughs> <laughs> we uh we're a growing company we still sometimes don't know exactly where we
0: are but we're getting hey, there. hey listen you you gotta you got you gotta do what you gotta do right and that's <laughs> exactly. a beautiful, honestly though it's the beautiful thing about packaging like I've worked with companies pharmaceutical med device health and beauty cannabis uh, oddly enough lawn care uh lawnmower floor cleaners it's just it, it's 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 everywhere, and, yeah. and, and that's what makes it such a beautiful industry, and that's what makes it so important. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's hang out here for just a second on what it is that Source Hub does. So you go to uh, whatever, whichever company, ABC Beauty Care, yep. and they are buying, what, $3 million a year worth of packaging, but they're working in disparate systems. They're, they've got all these vendors. How do you help them hit their triple bottom line?
1: So we have, I mean, one of the biggest problems with the transition to sustainable packaging is data management, right? Um, If you don't have a baseline, you can't develop where you're going. So it starts with the data and then it goes to building a roadmap, right? Once you have the data, it's like, okay, what's the most efficient path? to get to where I need to go. And every every company is different. So, you know, you turn dials and this is what we're developing right now, just in full disclosure, like it's not exactly market ready, but um, we have a full specification management suite, um, some really cool um, technology that you can upload PDFs and they become like structured data. Uh, So that takes out any manual data entry and a ton of time and costs on implementation. Um, You know, if a company has another spec management tool, that's great. I mean, we have things that we've built on top of it, really strong RFQ management. You can tie artwork management and all the way to production. So you have all of the data you need across your packaging supply chain. And with all that data, you can make the correct. I mean, it makes you more agile, too, right? Like getting the sustainable packaging. Not only with supply chain disruptions, but also with just new developments in the material technology, you have to be really agile, always measuring it, always calculating the best path, or maybe the metrics change because of new like climate science, right? So we help, you know, bring all of that data, spec data, order management, uh, artwork, keep pricing in cost has to be, you know, triple bottom line people uh, planet profit cost has to make sense. Um, but, you know, I think we're, uh, we're really excited for where we're going, right? Like we had was initially built, to manage the entire supply chain more in a marketplace standpoint, but the more we talk to customers and to be quite honest, um, you know, when I found out I was having a son, uh, that made me focus a little bit more on the future and the planet. And it all of a sudden, like, we built this amazing tool that no matter what systems people use, no matter what workflows, they don't have to change that. They just get it in one spot and they can manage their sustainability and agility. But
0: Got it. Yeah. I mean, it's, and there's so many, there's so many places to go there. Um, And it's, it's interesting though, the you you said something is kind of an aside but i know for me connecting into sustainability is deeply entrenched with the fact that i have 5 children and mm-hmm. you know lord willing they will have kids as well and yeah. and that there is a there is a future state of our planet that we can positively impact in in our industry and not every person can say that uh no they can't they can do individual stuff but like we can impact an industry a trillion dollar industry that has massive like wide sweeping things to do from
1: it changes the world man i mean if if we get this right um balancing people the planet and profit um if we get this right it's really going to change things
0: yeah. And when we were talking before the call so you were not only inspired by the the birth of your son yeah. um but you've started to kind of look at well where did this this didn't just happen in a vacuum where it's like oh I'm going to have a child now I need to be really aware of this you mentioned that you had a a lot of seeds that were sown in you from your own father that maybe you even weren't really weren't aware of. So.
1: No, no, I definitely wasn't.
0: (laughs) Definitely was not aware of. So not even aware of the fact that your dad had, had kind of sowed these seeds. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Where, what about your upbringing? Did you start to retroactively interpret that said, I've been taught about this for a while. I didn't even know it.
1: Six months ago. Okay.
0: Seriously
1: um you know uh, nolan um my son that got me thinking throughout the past and how it relates to the future all of that really went into developing what our vision is right um so there's a past a link to the past and present in a sense but i'm the wrong person to interview right like uh, you should be interviewing moran senior and he hates when i call him senior but you know i'm still his son i gotta give him some crap but uh uh, you know, I kind of naturally have that sense for profit, like just business and how things fit together and systems. And, um, you know, a little bit about my backstory, but I'll, you know, I chased that profit only as hard as I could for 35 years. Mm -hmm. Right. And finally, I, I, I realized I was like always almost right there. Right. Like I, and it started to develop over the past couple of years that, okay, the business sense is one thing, but people, planet, profit is the correct order. Right. And I think I learned them in reverse where, you know, I naturally knew profit. Um, my dad or my son made me think sustainability. And my dad naturally had people. Mm. Right. And, you know, I was talking to him yesterday and it really hit me that, uh, There's a lot of cool stuff he's done that nobody knows he was a part of. So he would never take credit for his work. He always gave it to other people. Um, You know, he's a really good example of how to live with people. And he also, you know, ran a very successful division um, at Smurfit Stone. Right there, I think is their consumer packaged goods. Ran it beautifully. Always gave credit to uh, his boss, but he really drove. You know 95% of that organization just because it's all about people Hmm. so and I didn't know that I I had to go through life and get the crap beat out of me to be honest right like I had to be beat into submission until it's like dude it's all right there just put it together and I don't know where source of will go right it's a great vision it's a cool concept I think it can help a lot of people help help you know, sustainability movement, we can call it, but, uh, you know, it really comes down to people doing the right thing, right. For the right reason. And, but to do that, they need to be taken care of. Right. It's almost, it's almost like the true circular economy, right? You have good people, they work to, you know, create a good environment on earth. You make money, you reinvest in people to help them grow and create more. And it's just the circle, it's cyclical. Yeah. Uh, And I think too often each element is looked in a vacuum. And that's why a lot of things are just out of balance.
0: Definitely. And, and I love that you gave, uh, we'd love to have your dad on the podcast. Honestly, Uh, if, if he ever, if he ever wanted to come on, not many people are like my life goal is to be on a packaging podcast. So I get it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's, it's, it's cool that you were able to make that connection and tie it back into your family because when one of the things that, I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but I know for me, knowing kind of that, like Simon Sinek, like knowing my why is yeah. really what helps me get through tough, just things that happen on a day to day basis, just stuff that I don't want to do. Right. there, There's always going to be that it's, there's not a perfect job that exists out there, but but see I you know, I've got you know pictures of my kids everywhere I've got you know quotes on my wall that talk about being a being a dad and being a father and that's the kind of stuff that I know for sure drives me and that one day like you've just done with your father I'm sure you know that that you hope there it is yeah you got your that's son That's hawk.
1: It's that, little hawk.
0: That's, that's awesome. awesome.
1: That's when uh I was coming I got stuck in Vietnam with covid so uh quarantine in Vietnam no way out um but my uh, soon-to-be wife um, sent me that picture and said, "Yay, Daddy's coming home!" And it was like the coolest thing ever.
0: Yeah. yeah, and and that's what that's what drives us, right? So you're talking about this triple bottom line of focusing on people, and I like that you created the circularity to it. So, what specifically, if we're pulling it back into the packaging world, how do you make that connection for what Source Hub is doing? Into people and and elevating the bottom line of either job satisfaction or or what what is that what does that look like for you?
1: Simplification, right? I mean, we're trying to add too many systems on top of systems on top of systems, and right now, what it's really about is connecting systems. I mean, across the board, People Planet Profit, it's about disconnection, right? Like. Um, people don't have the systems that effectively help them do their jobs. Um, Technology frustrates people more than anything often, right? And, you know, it it started bothering me that we were going down that path too, where it's about profit, right? And we really, and I learned this from a customer, Gary Sudelberg, Um, he's been around the industry forever. I know him through my dad, right? My, my network was built on my dad too. And, you know, he works at Bancroft Bag. Um, they do a hell of a job with plastic packaging, great costs, good lead times actually internationally. So Bancroft Bag is an amazing distributor and manufacturer of paper bags, so. Awesome. Yeah. But it, it just, he's, he got frustrated with the user experience. And, you know, I, I tended towards too much of the technology as being the thing. And he's really, I mean, sometimes it was beating me um, almost literally, but uh, you know, he got me in that right direction of, you know, people, the customer always have to come first.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And then, and then you, you kind of described connecting the the planet and profitability as well uh, in terms of once, once you have invested in people and you have hired and, and brought on the right people who are focused on the right things, that that tends to lead to good culture that tends to lead to good decision making and every available business book or metric says that when your people are happy and your customers are happy, your bottom line is also happy there's there's a there's a direct correlation to that.
1: And and nobody I think people have kind of forgotten about that right I mean, to be a full disclosure last end of last year I burnt out like I was I was just going and going and going. Um. You know, to the point where, you know, I almost made the biggest mistake of my life. Um, when I broke up with my then girlfriend and five minutes later, I found out about Molly.
0: Mm.
1: Um, So it's one of those things is the rhythm of life. Like stuff just kind of happens on time if you let it. But it's a crazy ride just across the board. But I think we forgot life's supposed to be fun. And, you know, we want for the people source of to reduce their stress so life can be fun yeah yeah and Uh, then we want oh go ahead no go ahead and then going to the planet like you said good people doing good things at the right target um and the planet it doesn't just involve you know um environment involves people as well right it goes back to that and uh so you get the right result you're pointed towards the right thing because profit is last but, and I think this is something when, you know, profit and money is not evil, right? That's, again, I've, this was a conversation I've had with my dad multiple times. of, And it, it's not evil, it's how it's used, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you use it in the right way to reinvest in people, you just get this rhythm to a nice pace, a nice sustainable pace. I think the pace that we work at right now is completely unsustainable as a society. Um, I know what the consequences are of that. Right, Free thought I would be dead by the end of last year if I kept going. Right. Um, no one's there, right time, right place. Right. That that made me stop and think. Um. But yeah. I, anyway, I'm rambling. Sorry.
0: Uh, no, no worries. <laughs> uh, well, we are. We're actually, uh, as I told you before the call, right? Yeah. It's yeah. gonna go quick, and we're gonna run out of time. And you're, we're going to go. Wait, what? It's already been twenty minutes, and here we are. <laughs> uh, so you know, that's I, I've only got a few last questions for you, and, and super appreciative coming on and being transparent and sharing about your why and what you're connected with. Uh, so, where is Source Hub at right now in its in its kind of development? You mentioned some things are still sort of in development um, you know, how, how long have you been around and how many people are there at work there and all that good stuff?
1: Um, two and a half years. Um, we have a small team, most of them part-time right now. Um, you know, tech technology offers COO, but you know, at the stage we're at, we don't need that much. We outsource a lot of work, right? There's a great company, salt flats, who's working with us on some, uh, um, product development work. And that's to the, question of where are we at in the product, we have a fully functional product that connects all the elements of the value chain from RFQ, specs, the SKUs, right? We have a one-to-many spec to SKU, so it reduces the number of times you have to revise something and better revision management. Um, And then um, artwork can get tied in from any system, you don't have to change it, and then production, right? So it's a full suite to get a full picture of your supply chain
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh what we're working on customers with is hey spec management getting specs you know oftentimes people don't have them they're in PDFs. it takes a lot of organization you got to start there anyway so our product can get them to that point um, and right now and again if anybody on the podcast i hope you don't mind if i give a plug um would be willing to um talk with us for 15 to 20 minutes to help us develop the uh, deeper sustainability features. Uh, really looking for some solid customer feedback on that because I'm not smart enough. Our team isn't smart enough um, to figure it out. We really need to lean into uh collective intelligence, which that's not my line either. So.
0: <laughs> Got it. Well, how, how do people get in touch with you then? That's a natural, natural, uh, closing question here you're asking for help ask for people to get in touch <laughs> with so how do they do that
1: yeah i mean uh easiest is probably text 630 605 7151 if it's six easier three, oh, hang
0: on 630 605 605-
1: okay
0: 7151 okay
1: and then email is jay moran real creative i know at
0: <laughs> at sourcehub.ai sourcehub.ai perfect and uh i'll I'll also throw your linkedin uh link into into the show notes as well so uh people can get in touch with you hey reach out to john he's looking for some help right trying to make the planet better trying to help people do their jobs easier and trying to help companies make more money and have fun doing all of that so why not join right why not be part of be part of the solution there far. I put a quote up on LinkedIn today about the, uh, I think it was Teddy Roosevelt, uh, the man in the arena. And we need, we need less critics and we need more people jumping in and doing stuff because it's easy to sit on the sidelines and play Monday morning quarterback and criticize everybody and say, Oh, this is bad. And that's bad. And that material's bad. And all this stuff. It's like, well, why don't you jump in and fix it? Why don't, why don't we get people participating here in the solutions not yeah. just complaining about the problems and, and I'm afraid I, you did that.
1: Yeah, and I think it's really about dialogue, right? And people see what they want to see, and it's uh, you know, there's a lot more positivity in what we're doing than is really apparent, right? We've done some incredible things as humanity and we're we're gonna do it again.
0: I, I believe so. I believe so. So everyone make sure you text uh text John at 630-605-7151. Or send him an email, J Moran, J M O R A N at source hub S O U R C E H U B dot A I. Did I get it?
1: Yeah, thank you for <laughs> very specific. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Hey, you know, sometimes sometimes the audio doesn't come through the best. So I just try to <laughs> I try to make it as clear as possible. John, thank you so much. Thanks for all the work you're doing at Source Hub. Uh, thanks, Senior, for inspiring you and telling me he's got to come on the podcast and talk. We can nerd out about packaging a little bit more.
1: Oh, yeah. Material science. He can tell some stories. I Can't always wait. hated it. Always hated his stories, but uh, that's where I learned most of his
0: knowledge, wisdom. Awesome. I love it, John. Thanks so much. I appreciate you being on. Thanks so much. bye Hey, that wraps up another edition of the People of Packaging podcast. It would mean so much if you would like and share, rate, review, subscribe, because we want to change the world because we believe that packaging is awesome.